Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And joining me today is Denise, aka Big Red Petty. Now she's a luxury realtor, a brand manager, and host of Real Talk with Big Red Podcast. Now today we are discussing identifying passive income streams through real estate for the 21st century, getting heard and seen in a sea of virtual noise, finding money, time, and energy to launch a side hustle or a co-career, and how to create content painlessly. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Denise. Hi, Brittany. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, I'm so glad you are here. When I tell you real estate is so hot and everybody's all about it. (laughs) It's so true. Everyone is all about it. You can see that just in our cultural obsession and absorption in uh, HGTV. Heck yeah. I'm just listening to your real talk with Big Red trailer and you start talking about, do you love it or listed or do you love Property Brothers? And do you not so secretly wish that you could be on one of those shows? And then it's so funny. Not that this is the case now, but there has been some times that I have wished that my neighbor staged their home and sold it. (laughs) I know a good realtor. (laughs) I'm sure you do. Yes. That's so funny. A friend of mine was on House Hunters and we laugh all the time about how exciting that was for her to find her house and to be on the show. And uh, yeah, I think as a society, we're just interested and curious about houses and housing and what do they look like on the inside? We're quite a voyeuristic society, aren't we? Oh, heck yeah. I can't tell you how many times I have gone into a house that's being built and I'm like, oh, let me see what's, and that's probably against the law, but. I spent so many years prior to becoming an agent, just my daughter and I would sit in bed side by side. I'd say, come on, let's look at houses. And we would just go look at houses uh, in the market that I now work in as an agent. And um, it's just so fun. It's so fun to poke around and imagine a different life. That is so much fun. So Denise, help us identify some of the passive income streams through real estate. Actually, there are lots of opportunities out there and we see them all the time in various different industries. And who would have thought that there would be a passive income stream available to us in real estate? It's not something that you would think of off the top of your head. And yet, obviously, we've heard things like investment opportunities. If you're a real estate investor and a property owner, that you might have an opportunity to create some residual income through your tenants and owning primary and secondary properties. And then you've got like the whole luxury market. And now we're seeing, obviously, with the invention of Airbnb and VRBO, we see all kinds of opportunities for people to generate income with their destination real estate. And so that's one way to earn some income. What I really enjoy doing is developing real estate talent. So recruiting individuals who may have an interest in becoming a real estate agent and 
don't really know a whole heck of a lot about the industry, I position myself as a mentor and I really help them launch out of the gate. Guys, you know, I am all about the numbers. And just to let you know, ladies, 63% of realtors are women and only 43% have completed a bachelor's degree or higher. Almost anybody could do it. And there's over 2 million real estate agents in the United States. So I think what Denise is going to share with us today, it's going to be awesome as far as giving you an opportunity to jump in. Now, with all of that being said, how do you get heard and seen in a sea of this virtual noise? It's half the battle is getting out of your own way and having enough guts to actually put yourself out there. And I think a lot of people are a little nervous. I think they have this thing about maybe be like imposter syndrome is what I call it, where you feel like, oh, I don't know enough to really speak with authority on that topic. Or I have a full-time job. I'm only a, I'm only a part-time real estate agent, which I really like the fact that we can be moms and we can have full-time jobs and we can still dip our toe in the real estate pool. Now, as far as creating content in all this noise, people only have a, what, two-second attention span now. So what are we going to deliver that is interesting to them that is going to stop them from scrolling? So obviously video has taken a huge front seat in content creation. We know that statistically videos are consumed far more than static images. So really dipping into what people would like, whether it's uh, a renovation or maybe just what's hot on the market. I usually post things about waterfront property that gets a lot of traction and, and people love to celebrate success. So I think when you're out there generating and curating content that based on your insights on the platform that people generally gravitate to, it paves the way naturally. Exactly. So one of the things that you do, Denise, is you work on luxury vacation properties and people can earn income that way as well. Yes. I'll give you an example. I spent the last 20 years of my career in the brand marketing space. So I, I developed personal brands. It was very interesting to me when I got my real estate license, I started all of a sudden having these inquiries from homeowners that own investment properties in destination vacation markets. And they said, can you help me create a logo? Can you help me create a website? Can you help me come up with a brand around my vacation property so that I can market it? And there's a lot of people out there that are wanting to save the fees that are passed on to them by some of these big booking conglomerates, the Airbnbs and the VRBOs that they really take a significant portion. So in, in an effort to pass savings on to their tenants, they wanted to create a website that allowed them to avoid having to pay those fees to those bigger companies. So I found myself branding and doing work in the real estate space simultaneously. Yes. As it relates to passive income on the real estate side, there are certain brokerages that have managed to create a passive income profit share model. The brokerage where, that I work with, which is Keller Williams, we have uh, really innovated as a company and created a very lucrative profit share system with our agents inside our market centers. So it's 
a really beautiful thing when you're an agent and then other people are interested in real estate and say to you, how did you become a real estate agent? You say, you know what, let me introduce you to my team leader and we'll get you all up to speed, show you how it works with regards to real estate school, how much it costs, how long it takes. And then we'll show you like our compensation model and how generous it is. And then really uh, it's beautiful because we all win. So as a team, it makes sense instead of it being this cutthroat, shark eating, man eating <laughs> environment, we all support each other. And the culture is a really beautiful one in our company where everybody wins. The training is just incomparable. There's nothing like it. And we all support one another. And I have this mentorship program that I lead at my market center where I was, I'm able to help agents get up to speed and out the door. And then all of us donate a portion of our proceeds into this profit share pool. And then we earn residual income as a result. Wow. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you one thing. I definitely did not ever think about that possibility. So guys, I know that there's so many of you that are looking for this passive income stream. And so now I have buyers who are asking me to help them find their investment properties. Uh, I work out of the, the Jersey shore market. I have all kinds of buyers now that are now taking the opportunity to invest in these either fixer uppers or condos, townhomes, gives them opportunities to invest a little bit of money and then really command a premium on the weekly seasonal rental. And not only in the peak season, but also in shoulder seasons. And with COVID, people are renting all year round now. Oh my goodness. That is so good to hear. Just recently on the previous show, we discussed the whole business of co-hosting and owning your own properties and Airbnb. Now, this is excellent to hear that there are opportunities that can alleviate that middle organization. So can you go a little bit more in depth? What's the process for that? I think that you need to have the stomach for it. First of all, you need to actually have the guts to have a property and management there, manage it. There are some companies that will do like property management for you. And there's different real estate agencies that offer that and agents. So if you have never invested in a secondary vacation market before, there's maybe some things that you may or may not be prepared for. So number one, is it in a flood zone? Number two, what's the price point right now? We're in real estate, we're seeing it. It's a seller's market. So a lot of the home values are very inflated and there's not a ton of inventory. So you have to be prepared to actually pay a premium for the property in the first place. And you have to get financing in order. You have to get your down payment together, make sure you have cash reserves. You have to speak to an agent who really understands what that property could command on a on an income level, on a weekly seasonal rental level, that can they actually provide you with some metrics? Was that house a rental property prior? Does it have a rental history? And would the names and contacts of the people that have rented it in the past come along with the transaction? Or is that something that you have to start over from ground zero? So it's definitely a lot of things to consider. Also, who's going to be in charge of maintaining the property, cleaning the property, in between tenants, especially with the COVID guidelines for cleanliness, you have to think about how they're going to book it. How are they going to get their deposit in? What are the rules going to be? There's definitely logistics to be considered. That's if you're just getting started and dipping your toe in that revenue stream. Right. Now, I think that is Definitely awesome. And I want you guys to know if you are thinking about going that route, please listen to our, our previous show 
check out episode 29 and you can find out all of the logistical information and Denise is going to be awesome as far as helping you find those properties because that was one missing piece that that we did not really cover fully in that episode. So both of these episodes will be incredibly helpful for you if you are thinking about going this route. Hey, awesome. This is just another thing that you could add to your toolkit because what Denise actually does, she does not call herself a side hustler. She calls herself a co-career I am co-career. My two professions intermesh with one another. So my brand management supports my real estate initiatives and my real estate goals are reinforced by my brand management abilities, if that makes sense. And I help other people do the same. Great. Okay. I know that's definitely helpful. And another thing, when you are helping people do that and people decide, okay, I want a co-career or I want a side hustle. Cause for some people, side hustle is what they see is the same thing as a co-career. So however you want to use that term. So if they're ready and they're saying, okay, I'm ready to jump in here and I'm going to do this thing, but people struggle with finding time and energy to start that business. So I want to jump real quick. I'm going to ask you that question, but first I want to know what our audience is thinking. So I'm interested in knowing if you have, this is our interactive segment. And I want to know if you're listening in real time, go to the IG stories at the total fit boss chick. And we're going to have this poll question posted. Do you struggle finding money, time, and energy to start or grow your business? And if you aren't listening in real time, no worries, check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions, and you can still weigh in. So Denise, give us the skinny here. How do we find time and the money and the energy to have a co-career? As far as having a co-career as a real estate agent, it's one of the least expensive entrepreneurial pursuits that you can find where you don't have a whole lot of overhead and capital. You really can work in your pajamas for the most part on your couch or at your kitchen table. Uh, Real estate school is only a couple hundred dollars to really get started with like your marketing assets and your website and your licensure and things like that. It's all in. It could be anywhere between two and $3,000. Now that might sound like a lot of money, but if you were to open, say a brick and mortar water ice store or ice cream parlor, you're looking at tens and tens of thousands of dollars of startup capital. So in that regard, it really is quite attractive and it can be very lucrative. You can in your first year really make career replacement income where you have to really be disciplined is obviously the fact that you're a 1099 you're self-employed you have to pay your own taxes you have to get really good with your bookkeeping things have to be done within a certain amount of time so i'm a mom i'm busy i have to do laundry i gotta clean the house i gotta make dinner i gotta go shopping gotta walk the dog gotta there's there's tons of stuff to do the beautiful thing is i have two children and so if you have this full-time mom thing going on. And then you've also want, you want the side hustle so you can actually make some strides financially as a household. It's just good to go in with your eyes wide open. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So how are we finding the time and energy to do it? I think also in that particular industry, in that line of work, I think it can come naturally for some people. It can feel a bit infectious and exciting. And it all depends on how you're hardwired. So if you are someone that loves sales and you just love the chase and you love the 
the feeling of being accomplished and, and helping people find the home of their dreams and get into a place that they didn't think that they could ever do. I've helped people, single moms that said, I never thought I'd be able to buy a house. I thought I would rent forever. And the satisfaction and fulfillment, the gratification and joy that I genuinely feel for the people that I help is something that I can't get out of my system. It's in my skin, it's in my blood, and I love it. This is a relationship business. If you don't genuinely enjoy people, you might not find a whole lot of fulfillment in this line of work. Gotcha. Yes. Now, research says that 73% of realtors use Facebook for their work and 41% of buyers choose a real estate agent based upon a recommendation. So of course we have to create this environment that they can actually see us on Facebook. If that's the route that we decide to go into, how are we creating or finding the time to create the content and do it painlessly? Ah, yes. I, like I said, I spent the first 20 years of my career in branding and marketing. So I think I have a bit of a sense of content curation uh, because I've done it for other clients for so long. I think one of the best ways to understand how to deliver content, regardless of what platform you're on, is by watching other successful individuals doing it well. And when you see what it is that their following is consuming, it gives you that insight into what you yourself can create. And when you're a new agent, you might struggle to find that content because you don't have a listing yet. And you don't haven't had a closing yet. So that's where you rely on the training and the advice and the insight that professionals in your own brokerage can offer you. But I find that time blocking really does allow you to have a consistency of rollout because we all get in our own way and we all think that what we're posting maybe isn't good enough or isn't being received the way we want it to be. So as soon as you can find the courage to get out of your own way and just allocate that time every day, sometimes more than once a day, and not everybody that is consuming your content is even remotely interested in real estate. After all, we're people and we like other people. And so you don't want to do business with people that only talk about work all the time. You want to do business with people who are human, just like you are. And you want to look at, just like we were talking about earlier about HGTV, we're all interested in each other's lives. It's this voyeuristic culture that we're in now. And everybody's curious to get a little peek in behind the curtain. And I like to balance my content with the balance of my life. I, I show my husband, I show my children, I show my dog, my cats, I show where we live, what we do, climbing a mountain, stand up paddleboarding, whatever it is we're doing. It's not all about this house that's for sale because ultimately that becomes invisible and people will scroll right past it. So I, I think part of the magic is the balance. Right. And showing yourself. And I'm so glad that you started speaking about time blocking because we are all about productivity and we are all about getting more done in less time. How are you managing a co-career, a family, the life, everything? How are you doing it? What are your productivity secrets? I have a calendar and it breaks my life down in months a month at a glance, and then it breaks it down in weeks. It shows me, it's like you're, you know, when we used to have those desk calendars, you'd have a whole month in front of you, and then you can turn the page and you've got 
the whole next seven days in front of you. And every day I write down my daily gratitude. I write how I'm going to slay today. I write down affirmations and I write down a scripture for the week. And that keeps me focused on my blessings and my abundance. And it also holds me accountable. So a cute little section that it's like a habit tracker. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to write down, don't forget to take your vitamins. Don't forget to pay your bills. Don't forget to exercise for at least 20 minutes. Don't forget to do some deep breathing, listen to a podcast, read a book, write in your journal. And it's a habit tracker that allows me to stay on task and ensure that I don't let anything fall off the radar. If I don't look at my plan, pray, slay planner every day, I get turned around. And then I notice if I even go a day or two without opening this thing, I might allow self-doubt to creep in and the (laughs) sense of, oh gosh, I wish I was more successful. I wish I was more. And meanwhile, it's really literally writing it down and executing, writing it down and executing, (laughs) writing it down. (laughs) Not magic. Yes. Yes. That is so powerful. We love to hear that. Big Red, we have to ask you, we've got to go right into our mentoring moments because mentoring moments is that opportunity for you to mentor, which is that's what that you already love to mentor. So this is a great opportunity, right? Love it. Yes. Okay. So I am just going to go all in right now and ask you a thought provoking question. If you had the opportunity to post a worldwide billboard, what would your message be? That is such a great question. Not only because I'm currently designing a billboard, but also because it's a bigger picture question. And I, a worldwide billboard, I think it's super important. One of the things I know from marketing is that people driving by your billboard only have a fraction of a second to absorb the content. And they're driving by at top speeds. So you have to have a very concise message. It has to be short, sweet, and to the point. And the less words, the better. And it should be a call to action. And I think if I had to pick a phrase that I think holds a lot of power uh, and one that I live by, it would be help one another. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yes. I love that. And what would be your story behind that? Is Do you have an emotion or a feeling or anything that comes behind help one another? What would you actually want them to feel when they saw that billboard? I think I would want them to think of who has helped them because none of us have gotten to where we are without someone giving us a boost, someone giving us their hands intertwined so our foot can step up. And so when I think about my reason for being here, anyone's reason for being here, it's to really get out from wherever you are so that you can get to where you're going. And we can be immersed in this sort of like drudgery and this muck because of what has happened to us in life. All of us have had scenarios and traumas and disappointments and heartbreaks and things that have just come out of nowhere and derailed us. And I think the hope is in not staying there. Right. Oh, yeah. That is so beautiful. Denise, you have given us some wisdom that we can take with us all day long and throughout our lives. Thank you so much. So guys, if you want to know more about Denise and you want to connect with her, if you want to be a realtor and you want to go into that space and you want to learn more of how you can create a passive income, 
even as a realtor. If you do it as a co-career, then you'd also have that extra stream of income. If you dive into some of the things that Denise can introduce you to, that's three lines of income. That is so guys, this is great. Denise, please let everybody know how they can connect with you. Absolutely. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. So you can absolutely go to Denise Petty. It's D-E-N-I-S-E-P-E-T-T-I. You can DM me, follow me, throw some comments into my posts and let me know what you're thinking. So if you are driving, do not wreck out. All you have to do is just (laughs) click into the show notes and it will all be there for you. You can email me at dpetty at kw.com. That's D-P-E-T-I at kw.com. You can go to my website, denisepetty.com. I'm on Facebook at Real Talk with Big Red. That's my podcast. And and yeah, that's, I'm on. uh, All of her links will be listed in the show notes. So if you are driving, do not wreck out. All you have to do is just (laughs) click into the show notes and it will all be there for you. Thanks so much for being on the show, Denise. Thank you for having me, Brittany. This was so fun. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.